What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for joining another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we'll be discussing family history and its impact on health. I'm here with Next Level Urgent Care Associate Medical Director, Dr. Christine Wan again. She is back today to talk about why family health history is so important. Thanks for being here, Dr. Wan. Oh, sure. I am happy to be here again. Yeah, well, um, let's kick it off with what this topic is all about. Um, Why is family health history so important? Well, um, family health history can give a bigger picture of your own health. Um, So really, so you can know what to expect or know what you're at risk for, um, for yourself, or if you're planning to have kids, you know, to kind of know what's in store for everyone. Or if you're taking care of um, your parents' generation, like any things you might need to anticipate for them so they can have a good quality of life. Gotcha. So what are some common diseases family history could play a part in? Um, Actually, there's a whole bunch. (laughs) So the Cancer group might include colon, breast, and skin that our family genetically passed on sometimes. Um, heart disease, heart attacks, um, include, and also strokes, anything circulatory like that. Um, diabetes is definitely in a lot of families, uh, way too many, um, it seems like recently. Um, thyroid disease can run in families, and that's the gland that's in the front of your neck that makes hormones to show, um, make you go fast or slow. Um, another big one is blood clots. Some families have diseases that put them at risk for getting blood clots. And, um, that's important to know if you're going to be traveling or taking medicine or having surgery or something that adds to the risk. Uh, unfortunately, dementia also like Alzheimer's can run in families and, Um, Another category is some of the mental health stuff, uh, depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety, and then also substance abuse and addiction issues can run in families. Okay, so am I totally doomed if I have a strong family history of, of, let's say, breast cancer? Well, I definitely get it if, you know, my mom and her mom also had it. Um, Not necessarily. Um, Actually, breast cancer is a good example of 80% of them are not related to family history. So um, you're not necessarily doomed. Um, There are, I think what's important to remember is that, you know, you know, it's present. So you might be more proactive about doing screenings, or doing things to lower your risk level, for example, like stopping smoking, if you know, there's a strong cancer uh, history um, in your family. Okay, that makes sense. What type of preventative measures aside from, um, you know, not smoking, uh, could I take to be extra cautious if I do have a strong family history, let's say of like diabetes, for example? Yeah. So when I was in medical school long ago, we learned that diabetes was a disease that didn't show up till middle age. And as I progressed in my career, it seems like we're diagnosing in people younger in their forties, thirties, even twenties. Um, so, and when you ask these patients, Oh, does diabetes occur in your family? And they'll tell me things like, yeah, my mom and my dad both have diabetes. And that's just like, yikes. Um, And then we think probably people are aware of it. But, you know, when you're young, you kind of eat what you want. (laughs) But I think 
when you're developing disease younger, it might be certainly important to know or as a parent to teach your kids like, hey, you don't want to end up with your leg amputated like grandma did. So we really need to kind of work on our family's eating habits or our our, um, lack of exercise or something like that. Um, So I think as far as diabetes, that's definitely something um, um, to pay attention to. Sure. So as a doctor, um, especially working at some of our onsite clinics and and treating patients for primary care and um, preventative care, um, would you treat a patient differently after learning about family history? Um, So yes, we'd treat you differently, but hopefully in a positive way, (laughs) not a negative way. Um, So it would help (laughs) us focus like our screening advice and customize our advice based on what the patients told me. Um, You know, some people don't have a much of a family history, but if they have a lot of family history or some interesting stuff for us, it's super helpful so that we can really give good advice to work with the patient, what they need to do to lower their risk um, or, or deal with it when it comes along. Okay. And what happens if a patient comes in and maybe they were adopted and they don't actually know their family history, their genetic family history? Um, What would you say to them? Are there any tips that you would provide? Yeah. So, you know, many adoptions in the past were kind of closed, so nobody really knew much of a history. I think nowadays there's more open or sharing of information, but sometimes there's still lack of information. And even people that weren't adopted, some families are either estranged or they're super private. <laughs> they don't share the information. Yeah. Um, so there can be some clues as far as they might want to research, you know, public records like birth, cer- birth certificates, death certificates that might give a clue if you're really trying to dig for something or figure something out. Um, genetic testing is available now. Um, I guess there's kits you can swab things to, to see what your risks are. Um, or if you really don't know anything, um, don't want to do that, you know, those people advise they be super on top of getting their screenings, um, and really remember to get their mammograms and their colonoscopies and do their skin cancer checks and and just try to stay on top of it. Yeah. And not to brag about Dr. Juan, but she did do a fantastic podcast with me uh, a while back about health screenings that you should get every year. So if you're not sure what you should get, um, definitely do check that one out. Uh, I thought it was especially useful um, for for young folks that may not even be thinking yet about health screenings that we might need. So um, so I know you touched on it briefly, um, but the genetic health tip, uh, tests are super popular now. I know like 23andMe is a huge one. Um, is that something you would recommend or would you prefer that patient come in and do genetic testing, uh, at, you know, with their primary care provider? Um, yeah. So, you know, those are really interesting, um, to add to our knowledge and I think they're, they're kind of Um, great way for people to kind of start the journey of learning about their family history or their own health history. Um, I think if you get results on that, that's positive, certainly that will prompt a visit to a doctor. Um, But if you really know probably that everybody on your dad's side ended up dying before 50, then I think probably the best place to start is with your doctor's office. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all this really helpful information. Before we, um, 
jump off this call, is there anything else you'd like to leave us with as far as family health history is concerned? Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to kind of figure out where to begin. And I think as we gather with our families, a good strategy might be to just kind of pay attention to the conversations. You know, sometimes we say, oh, all the old people do is talk about their health, but that is an important conversation to pay attention to if you're concerned about your health history. Um, You know, researching, you know, any old documents or scrapbooks your family might have might give you some clues. Um, Some people use lingo like, oh, we have female cancer in the family. So you might want to ask, hey, what does that exactly mean? You know, which organ is that? Um, And then, you know, knowing maybe your ethnic background, you know, there's certain ethnicities that have higher risk of certain things. Uh, I mentioned earlier, if a lot of people in your family died young or had to be hospitalized a lot when they were under 50 or had a lot of surgeries, then certainly pay attention to those things. Um, and the last thing I would say, if you're super lucky not to have much of a family history and everybody's really healthy, that doesn't mean you have to skip your screening. Um, and we, like you said earlier, we can go back and listen to the screening podcast. Um, as I said earlier, 80% of breast cancer doesn't necessarily have a family history. So don't skip your screenings. love it well thank you so much again for all of your helpful um, knowledge and information about this very important topic Um, we appreciate you as always Dr. Juan I hope you'll join me again on Health Explained well thank you Alexis I enjoyed it